It's Thursday, and you know what that means. Welcome to episode 340 of Mac Wrestling. Um, I think that's a nice round number. I don't know if it's a milestone, but it's a nice round number. This is your captain speaking at my side, metaphorically, is El Jefe Moses Marquez. Top of the hot damn morning to you. Not extremely hot, but it's a hot damn morning. Uh, we we not only have um, it's doubles week for the promo bowl, so we have two matches, but we also have predictions this week for Impact Victory Road, which neither of us have really been keeping up with. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> oh yeah, let's see how many we get wrong <laughs> in this one. There's only five matches, so, okay, so we, we can't, we can't we be can't. that bad, right? Yeah. I mean, um, hey, worst case scenario, we go Owen. All right, it's no big deal. Yeah. I don't think we're going to go Chad and get zero for zero. Ah, I love it. <laughs> uh, but we'll get to Victory Road a little bit later on. Uh, if you haven't already, click that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're not, go to youtube.com slash maxwrestling. Then click subscribe. It's a big red button. And if you're listening on SoundCloud, click the big orange button, which says follow. Yeah, do that. Um, Chad, uh, not Chad, Travis asked a very interesting question a couple of days ago. What did everybody think of the new NXT? <laughs> yeah, we'll strap yourselves in. Uh, it got off to a great start when LA Knight lost to Mojo Rawley 2.0, who hit Aww. a combination of Goldberg and Daddy Steiner moves. Aww. Also, Aww, had, also did. he had another new name again already. Why? What in the hell? This is that's the only thing that killed me. Like, I mean, I get it. If I'm brand new to the scene, if I've maybe only been in the scene for maybe 10, 12 years, I have no fucking clue who the Steiners are except for Scott Steiner. Yeah. And he's an old fucker at this point. He's very good at math. He's excellent at math, okay? Matt Schreiker, you've got nothing on him. But um that's the whole thing. It's like not a lot of people know who the Steiners are, but it's like, bro, this guy looks exactly like his dad. He yeah. sounds exactly like his dad. His fucking gear. I swear to God, he stole out of his dad's closet. I swear to God. I like, got, I why got, wouldn't you just say he's fucking Rick Steiner Jr.? Why wouldn't you just say that? I got confused because it, it wasn't so long ago they announced that they changed his name to Steiner. And then he comes up with his new name, and I thought, oh, maybe that's not Rick Steiner. Somebody looks just like him. What the fuck was the name again? Brick? Brick? Brock Brock Steiner, something like that. Oh, his new name is something Bruiser. I don't know. All I know is when I heard it, I thought of the fucking Disney Channel movie Brink. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, yeah, Brink Brinkster or whatever the fuck their name. Brink Brinker. I'm like, what the fuck kind of weird-ass name is this? Yeah. Uh, His new name is Brum Breaker. It's stupid. Yeah. They were going to call him Rex Steiner. Why wouldn't you do that? That sounds way better. That's literally his real surname, Rex Steiner. Oh, my God. I I hate this company. I hate him. <laughs> I, you, obviously, you didn't sound too happy. I was kind of uh, dragging him down, but I, I would have been more impressed if he, he'd have just come in as this badass. But he, he comes on screen as this goofy, overhyped, yeah. giddy little schoolboy. Yeah, um, it is a little weird. And then right at the end, just staring down Champa. It's like a complete role reversal. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that did kind of throw me a tad. Um, 
It's like but, they couldn't uh, decide how to book him, like gimmick-wise. Right? It was like he was meant to go in there as a baby face, but they told him to look like a monster, and then he got confused halfway in there. <laughs> and I'm like, I get it. You know what I mean? This guy's not a wrestler. He's a football player. So it's like, I don't know, but whatever. It, it also made no sense that he beats Facts. LA Knight, who is going to be in the title match in the main event later on the same night. Yep. I... No sense at all. So it's like, why wouldn't you just take his place? What does make perfect sense is Vince and Pritchard put this muscly second-generation wrestler into the title picture. Because, of course. Right. Why Why? Because why wouldn't they? <laughs> I love your response, because, of course. <laughs> um, I, I also could tell it was a Vincent Pritchard production by the women's matches, because in not only the, did they cancel one of the women's matches, but in the two ones that they did have, they were randomly showing backstage segments during the matches. What in the fuck did I... Okay, I'm half highlights on this fucking NXT here. What in the shit did I miss? <laughs> so, uh, during B-Fab's debut squash match, which literally was only like five minutes, so they could have waited, um, they randomly were showing Pete Dunne backstage with Ridge Holland... Uh, and oh then during God. the tag match, they were showing Kyle O'Reilly getting jumped backstage. So, are we really going to pull this Nitro bullshit right now? Yeah. <laughs> backstage to the back. Oh, my God. <laughs> also, I'm so glad I catch just highlights and I don't see stupidity. Yeah. Also, 200 camera cuts. That, uh, that's how you know it's a Kevin Dunn production. My head hurts already. Like... I, I think I was going into this pessimistically. Um, I'll admit, though, the, the, the studio look, the new arena is a nice, bright, refreshing feel. Yeah. But I think if it was still run by... That, that is a plus, that's for sure. Yeah, I think if it was still run by, like, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, even Road Dog, probably would have gone down better. But the fact that you could tell it was Vince and Kevin Dunn and Bruce Pritchard... Just I'm about to say, according to some fucking dweebo on uh, the fucking internet, of course they're still there. And I'm like, no, they're not, bro. Well, they the just come out of hospital. Like, uh, I don't know. The, the the white ring made me, I don't know. Everything, what did I, what did I say when I was watching these highlights? I was like, it's. I feel like I'm watching this shit from uh, like the early 90s. Yeah. It's like raw from the early 90s. It was all bright and colorful. Yeah, exactly. But I, you know the whole the, uh, what is it the what's, when they were in Madison Square Garden, how it's like constantly like iconic that Monday. This is the, it feels exactly like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it did kind of need a bit of a refresher of NXT, but I did like the you know the whole dark on the ground feel to it. Yeah, it was nice. Um, <laughs> the other thing I found funny, they replaced the guardrails with, like, was it glass all the way around? We have to see I their legs. I was going to ask, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I want to see that? the crowd's legs, damn it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, it's all that way we know what they're drinking the soda with our, with our fucking cup in it. <laughs> what the fuck? Very, very odd. Yeah, well. 
Um, well, I mean, I think everybody knew we were going to end up feeling a little weird about NXT. I, I wanted, I, I went into it like blind. Okay. Um, I was honestly not going to even give a shit. I was probably going to barely half watch the highlights. And I think it was Harold that had mentioned to me that he took his time and decided he wanted to watch the whole show. And he was like, it was definitely a WWE show. And I'm like, Oh crap. Yeah. So of course I asked the, the, the question of, is it worth it? He's like, it's worth it to see how new it looks. And I'm like, okay, highlights it is. Yeah. However, I don't think there's any... If I was watching that for the first time, I don't think there was anything whatsoever on the show that would make me want to watch next week. No, you have to know what's going on. You have to know oh, we, what's we going on. we have to, yeah. <laughs> because I'm... If, if I turn this... If I'm skipping channels... No, you know what I mean? I'll play the, 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 the adolescent uh, child. You know, when I was six, I turned on TV in the middle of the night, saw The Undertaker, bam, the rest is rock and roll history. So same thing, same scenario. It's it's uh, it's fucking Tuesday night. I'm scrolling through TV. Yeah, I'm off my computer. I'm off my phone. I see this, and let me see here. What's a what's a what's a good thought? So I, I'd say like I stumble upon the tag match. If I see fucking um, Eichner and Homeboy in the ring, I might not give a shit. You know, if I'm if I'm not catching this in the middle of somebody's entrance, I'm flipping the channel. Let me just leave, leave, leave it that simple. Like, because the second the fucking lights are on and the action's about to happen, oh, God, does that not look fun to watch? I got this weird color NXT right in my face. Yeah. I'm brand new to wrestling. What the fuck are these guys doing? You know, there's a million. This, you cannot bring in new people. It, it definitely appealed to... Like the main roster fans that refused to watch NXT, even though it was part of their own mm. product, uh, and and are partially responsible for this whole rebrand because ratings tanked. It's worked. It's working for the sheep, as yeah. you say. Let's just let's just call it as it is. It, there was there was plenty of like main roster shtick, like uh, the women's tag randomly turning into a six man tag. Classic main roster shtick. Oh um, yeah, random cutscenes backstage with people who have absolutely no connection uh, like there was one with Gargano and Grimes and Odyssey Jones who Vince probably thought was Bronson Reed this just sounds like some Nitro shit but alright <laughs> that's what it is Nitro 2021 oh god <laughs> and that's because that's the that's the, uh, the reality it's how you know Raw is that bad people still call it Nitro because fuck yeah and I'm going to be further insulting. Who, who, who the hell are these clunky meatheads running around with Diamond Mine? I don't know. Who the fuck are these nerds? I thought random guy number one was going to get dropped on his head at one point. Right? Like, I I'm like, I'm... Go eat. I know you want to be bruisers, but jeez. Try not to break yeah. the guy's neck. Yeah, can you be a safe bruiser? Yeah. <laughs> can you be a guy that, you know, um, I don't know... Is a is a fun worker that can protect me. One of them, it, it, like it was like watching Brock Lesnar with the skill set of the Great Kali. I just felt, <laughs> I I felt unsafe watching it. <laughs> He's I'm at home. He's like Jesus Christ. He might come after me. <laughs> oh God, that's first off, that's hilarious because no, I I can, I can feel it. 
I can feel like how you'd be like, oh, these guys are these guys are not joking. Yeah. Poor random jobbers. Like, and they're out there in like singlets, like some dink, like some dick shits. <laughs> like they're straight off the mat. They're straight on the not out of the not out of the fucking wrestling ring. They're off the mat. They have not fucking gotten to that part of wrestling school yet where they're in the ring. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that diamond mine seems to be growing. Though they got rid of, uh, was it two guys? Yeah, they, they got lost. like the other. It was like the other two important people of the group. <laughs> Uh, and then they they fired this, them. They just brought in some fucking weirdos. This tag team and uh, Ivy Nile. Who the fuck is this broad? She, uh, I believe, has been on some reality show. All I know is From she's jacked. That's all I know. Uh, she I had, she has a little bit of an like, MMA oh, career. Oh, yeah, she's jacked. Uh, apparently, she runs 10 miles while other people eat breakfast. Yeah, she was on Titan Games with a rock. Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. That'll get you in. Oh, yeah. Was she the winner? Yeah, yeah she nice. was the first female Titan. <laughs> of course. Of course she was. <laughs> oh, Lord. So You know, I'm going to say this because I know a lot of... Uh, I know a lot of my faithful out there were like, this was crap. I fucking like the wedding. Okay? Uh, Call me a sucker for, for romance or what have you. Um, when, when fucking, um, the goddamn, uh, creep from the creep farm says, I do, I pop so hard. Dexter Loomis was the best part of the wedding. You know what ruined he it really for me? was, though. Johnny Gargano. That guy. Every. <laughs> that fucking guy. Loomis was great, but Gargano was overacting. It was cartoony oh. as fuck. I love it, but how am I supposed to take this guy seriously? Right? <laughs> it, it reeked like, of a Nickelodeon sitcom. Oh, absolutely. But again, like I said, I fucking loved it. But how, again, I'm not the new audience. Let me, I got to continuously, you know, uh, throw that fucking in there. I'm not new. Yeah. I know who Johnny Gargano is. If I'm turning on the TV and I see this fucking wacko nerd, I might laugh. And I might think he's a constant wacko nerd, and you're going to be mad at me for not taking him seriously, and then I'm going to leave your product. Because you're not making him serious. Yeah. I get it that a hardcore fan thinks he's a fucking dweebo, and it's hilarious, but what's the new fan going to think? What's your new audience going to think? Who in the fuck is this guy with this one glove? <laughs> or no, he wouldn't. Yeah, what? Who, he's got a glove? Yeah, yeah, they both had gloves because they were dressed as Loomis, and... Obviously, watching that segment, you wouldn't know that that's how Loomis dresses if you're a first-time viewer. So, you were just like, why the hell are they dressed the same? I was just... I don't fucking know. Also, the priest was a bit of a prick. Yeah, a little bit. He he deserved to get choked out. R really? That's all you've got to say? I was going to say, like, who the fuck are you telling me? <laughs> if he just wants to give a thumbs up for his vows, let him give a thumbs up. Like, motherfucker, I am getting... I am getting married. I am paying you. You shut the hell up. <laughs> Do your job. <laughs> you're you're here to just read. You're not here to critique. Exactly. Um, and then of course, Beth, I didn't even know Beth Phoenix was ordained. 
She said she got it off the internet. Oh, fair enough. I was like, God damn <laughs> you and every motherfucking television show I've ever goddamn seen. Yeah. Like, hey man, do you want to do you want to get married? Be like, oh yeah, that'd be that'd be great. You know what I mean? Oh, well we can't. We don't have a priest. Hey man, you know how you said you wanted to help out the wedding? <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're looking at a cell phone and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Joey Tribbiani. There you go, yeah, Joey Tribbiani, the greatest <laughs> example of all. Who also to was the point where as a he soldier. did multiple ceremonies. That guy. Yeah. Uh, also, if you're a pirate captain, you can officiate a wedding <laughs> on the ship. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but uh, so yeah. true. apparently, also Beth Phoenix is a is an ordained official priest. Jesus, what what doesn't she do? Yeah, I mean they already had Damien priest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't have a wedding without a priest. And comes randomly as Damien priest. That would have been, you know, it, oh god, I could picture the entrance like right in the middle of the wedding like, as a shocker. It should be like, oh, you can't have a, a wedding without a priest, and all you hear is da 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 like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, I can't officiate the wedding. My name's just priest. I just wanted to be here. Like, oh, yeah, here, I'm supposed to be sitting over there. I'm late. Uh, like, and that, why would you have an entrance in the middle of my wedding? And that goofy motherfucker, Austin Theory. Oh, uh, this... Oh, I swear this guy, like... He he sees how nerdy and goofy Johnny is, and he's like, watch me be on the same level, but it doesn't work for him. No. It doesn't work. Uh, he just, he, he, I feel like he's a bigger douche. I, he kind of tries to be stupid, too. Yeah. You can't try. You just got to be. You, you either are stupid. <laughs> exactly. You just got to be. That's Johnny. I'm telling you, he's just living it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't remember the last time I saw Johnny wrestle. Right? That You say that, and it like the spark in my brain was like, fuck, when has it been? Not like, even in like a, ta I think I swear, okay. In all reality, I think the last time I saw this dude wrestle, he was in fucking street clothes. Probably. I legitimately think that's the last time I seen that dude wrestle. So that had to have been uh, fucking forever ago. That's a win. Trash back in the ring, pal. Yeah, like, okay, Candace is pregnant. That's her excuse. What's your excuse? Facts. Speaking of pregnant people, when the fuck's Hangman coming back? <laughs> Longest paternity ever. Right? Fucking guy. <laughs> Out here milking it, literally. Uh, and then, oh, yeah, also, uh, Vince had to invent a Sopranos gimmick. Tony Angelo. D'Angelo. Why are we making gimmicks in two thousand in, in two thousand twenty one, my guy? Mm. They oh, this wouldn't wouldn't have been in the highlights, right? No. Okay, so a new guy's coming called Tony D'Angelo. So he cuts this whole vignette in like a mobster setting with like via, mu um, mobster music in the back. He's walking through the streets of New York. What? Yeah. Tony D'Angelo coming soon. What? 
for the sake of this show, I have to watch this show. Just to see this fucking Tony D'Angelo. Yeah. Of course his name's Tony. Why wouldn't it be? He's fucking the Tony. <laughs> Tony coming to NXT. He said we can't call him Mikey, so we call him Tony. <laughs> fucking wow. This is what it is. This is what it is. Vince all of a sudden remembered, hey, remember that fucking restaurant in New York we couldn't have? Yeah, now we're going to make an Italian guy. He's a mobster from New York. Like, oh, you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> Pretty soon, FBI is coming back. I was, yep, there you, I was just going to say that, too. He's going to be like, oh, remember this old gimmick? Oh, shit, that Ren XT is really fucked now. What's, what's Nunzio up to these days? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I do not need to see that little fucker back. Uh, so, I mean, from looking it up, he doesn't seem bad. He's a former NCAA wrestler, uh, Joe Ariola. Um, he's won a couple of tournaments. He's a you know, college wrestler. Uh, Does it say what college? Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo? <laughs> Dude, I didn't but even he, know they had a program. He's actually from Chicago. Of course he is. And he ends up to Buffalo. Okay. Whatever. Buffalo's not a giant wrestling school. Couldn't have been that fucking good. So, gimmick aside, he's probably going to be pretty impressive. Uh, All-American. NCAA. Pretty good. I'll take it. Yeah. Amateur wrestlers seem to get it a lot quicker. Yeah. And his, you know, I think it's Vince's style, really. Just strong, muscly. Yeah, exactly his style. Big, strong, and muscly. Look at Gabe Stiebelson, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Or season. Uh, yeah. Oh, please don't ruin him. <laughs> please. That, so those, those were pretty much my notes from NXT. Um, it, it was I. It wasn't great. There was a lot of elements of main roster WWE which is so off put in for me um, unless like something big gets advertised for next week I'm probably not going to be interested in watching mm. I think I only really watched this week because I was curious at how bad it was going to be <laughs> well I mean at least you went in there with a, with a little bit of an open mind ish no I'm just kidding <laughs> oh I, I went in there closed I guess we all kind of knew it was bad. We all knew it would end up bad. But I guess the question is, is how bad? I mean, it is it is the main, it is, what is it? Uh, you know, it is Budweiser to Bud Light. Mm. Raw to, to Raw Light. This is this is exactly what it is. It's just got different faces. I, I think, As you said, like, at the beginning of this whole fucking thing, I, there's nothing that made me want to watch next week. No, I mean, it, it was cool to see Champa get Goldie back, but for how long? True that, but on top of that, you didn't even finish the show with that. You finished the show with a wedding, which some people, yeah. which which your diehards loved and everybody else hated. I, I just got a kick out of it. The only logic I can see in ending the, the, the show with that segment is... You know, changing the ring, taking the ropes down, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess. Which would have been a pain in the ass in between two segments. Okay, Mr. Logic. (laughs) 
Somebody's got to apply logic to WWE, right? <laughs> Every now and again, right? Once in a blue moon. Uh, um, I don't even know what's appetized for next week. I got to be honest. Um, maybe maybe we'll uh, we'll see Gonzalez and I keep forgetting Frankie Monet, which the match was canceled this week. But oh yeah, that that's the thing. You you cancel. The women's match, which has your NXT Women's Champion in, but you keep a random tag match, then turn it into a six-man tag. Uh, and also, uh, you keep the debut match of B-Fab, which turned out to be five minutes long. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't at all. Uh, and as far as I can see, I don't think there's anything announced for next week. I'm, nah, yeah, I'm looking through. I don't see Jack Squat. Way to go, I yeah. Mean, Again, way to attract me to next week, bub. Not that it'll make any difference, because they'll just rip up the script right before the show anyway. Oh, yeah, especially with Vince back there. Hope your fucking fingers don't hurt, because he's going to make you type and type and type. Yeah, I want more paint splatter. He's <laughs> like, so, you ever seen that show in living color? <laughs> I want paint everywhere, damn it. <laughs> Fucking hell. You know that show on TNT? But on a white background instead of a black one. There you go. Um, all right. <laughs> the, so, fun, the, the fucked up thing is is they have they have stuff fucking um, for the next three shows already uh, posted. For uh, AEW, that is. Yeah. And you know, they got pretty big. matches for Rampage, Dynamite, Grand Slam, and then Ram- uh, Rampage, Grand Slam. Yeah. It's going to be a pretty big week. Oh, yeah. Um, it's also a pretty big week for us this week. As you've said, we've got two promo ball matches, and it's now time for the first one. It's a battle between two RWT veterans, Daniel Crimmins versus Ted P. DeNero, who is filling in the space of the Kingpin, who also is now a RWT veteran. But Crimmins versus DeNero, I think, second time? Maybe. Mike, Mike would know. Damn, Mike. Apparently we're doing this. Let's do it. Okay. I figured I'd cut a car promo because those are the best promos in the world. Said no one of importance ever. They're overplayed and they're lame. That's been said by people that do matter. 
but I digress. So it's me and Teddy P. Somebody I have a great deal of respect for. Go ahead. Over Teddy. I, don't, I really couldn't care. Because you see here, a lot of problems with this tournament. A lot of problems. You have a voting system that allows you to vote multiple times. What kind of bullshit is that? Maybe that would explain why certain people are in the position that they're in. Maybe. Now, let's dig into this a little bit farther and see who else we have in this tournament. We have somebody that we all know should still be the promo champion. And I'm not talking about who you think I am. Let's get that clear right now. We've got somebody who is a wannabe Paul Heyman. Oh, but he's already been eliminated, so he's of no importance. We've got somebody who... will be promo champion eventually. Talking about Chris Durham. We've got Ted P. DeNero, who is one of the absolute best to ever do it. Anybody who says otherwise is a moron. We've got the longest reigning promo champion, who, again, one of the best to ever do it. And we've got somebody, an unknown, who in her first appearance ripped off the Freddy Krueger nursery rhyme. Really? Really? Can't write your own goddamn material? Really? Did you even write that yourself? Or did you have help? I'm betting it's the later. So go ahead. Vote for Teddy. I really don't care. This doesn't matter to me. Did it for something fun? Eh. I got other shit to do. I got more important things to do. You see, I never took this seriously. Not since I've done it. Because it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Some people, you know who you are, take this way too seriously. But at the end of the day, what does it matter? What does any of this matter? A fake title that what does it do bragging rights on the internet oh boy oh boy so go ahead vote for Teddy vote for me see I don't give a shit
what I won't do, I'm not somebody that's going to vote for myself 50 million times. It's pointless and dumb. Mm. So you do you. I really don't give a shit. Teddy, have at it. Go to maxrossing.net after the show to see Teddy's promo and to pick your winner. Okay, voting will open a little bit later on after we get the second match, but for now, uh, we're going in blind to predict Victory Road 2001. We're going in. We're going in. We're going into Victory Road blind, kind of like Jeff Hardy did all those years ago. <clears throat> uh, sorry, Jeff. So, uh, only five matches. Possibly more added tonight. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it's pre-taped. I don't tend to look at impact spoilers. But uh, right. so far we have DK versus Savannah Evans and Tasha Steeles for the Impact's uh, Knockouts Tag Team titles. I didn't even know Havoc was in DK now. I knew she was teaming with Rosemary. Well, there you go. That answers your question. Because <laughs> um, I was like, when did this happen? Yeah, I thought what, the same what thing. The fuck? <laughs> this is new. Because I said it in my head, DK defending the Knockouts Tag Team titles. Wait a minute. Decay? Knockouts? There's only Rose... Oh, wait a minute. Okay, Havoc. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Havoc and Rosemary are the champions. Apparently, they're both now in Decay. And they're defending against Savannah and Tasha Steeles. Hmm. Well, I would say that this newly formed, you know... You know, Decay being, you know, a, a, a thing now would just retain then now, wouldn't they? Now that it's official? Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, I don't even know who the hell Savannah Evans is. She doesn't even have a page on Wikipedia when I click on her name. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Apparently, she's been wrestling for like seven years, though, so. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Where? (laughs) She's got to be under a different name, then. Um, The only other ring name she's used, apparently, is Dark Journey. I beg your pardon? Or as we like to call it, going up to the main roster. Alright. Uh, she's from Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, there you go. Try yeah. to pop out of uh, that. She's got a couple of championships in places that we haven't heard of. So, uh, Firestar Pro Wrestling Women's Championship. Intense Wrestling Entertainment Women's Championship. Hmm. For sure. I'm going to go ahead and say this is a roadie. <laughs> that's okay. It's fucked up, but that's okay. Get in there and do some work, kiddo. Yeah. Who cares? Impact give you a break. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, as long as you make sure to carry that box to the back. <laughs> I mean, she looks pretty tough. So, I don't know. Oh, she's also been in Evolve. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. But uh, pretty safe bet on Decay. Yeah, I like it. Mike would be loving this if he was doing these predictions with us. Well, yeah, he'd be like, how do you not know who's the fan of heaven, Jason? And then Tasha Steele would and he'd be going on and on. This guy. <laughs> Impact on a Thursdays, Mike. It's tough for us now. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, okay, this one we know who people are. For the men's tag team titles, we got Finn Juice versus Chris Bay and Hikuleo. 
Is it, a, or is it a tag team match or just a tag team match? No, it's a tag team match. All right. I was about to say, I was like, what oh, do yeah. you think Good the Brothers are tag team champions. Yeah. That's right. There's three tag team matches on this show. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, yeah, so drop. it's straight up tag team. Finn Juice versus Bullet Club. Hmm. Um, I had no idea. Oh, that's right. Chris Bay is brand new Bullet Club. And has yes. Nicolau been on Impact? Goddamn, Mike, not being here. Yes, recently question. made his debut. Oh, he did. Oh, okay. Um, fuck. Even I saw that. I was about to say, I could totally see Finjuice going over, but I could also definitely see it the other way around. That way, you know, you got some Bullet Club exposure on Impact, not to mention Chris Bay getting a win under that banner. Yeah. Could definitely go either or. Fuck it, I'll take the Bullet Club. Yeah, I would have said safe bet on Bullet Club. I gotta go with a I mean, safe bet. Like, yeah, definitely the safe bet here. I was gonna say, plus it's not like it's a a, a bad thing if Finn Juice loses. They're pretty established in Impact by now. Yeah, and I mean, apart from Chris Bay, this is essentially a New Japan match. Yeah, facts. <laughs> uh, okay, X Division title: Josh Alexander defending against Chris Sabin. Mm. They got the rocket to this Alexander kid. Oh, yeah. And apparently a lot of people like him. A lot of people like him. He's on a decent run. He's been champion for 142 days today. Oh, yeah, no. He's not done. Yeah, (laughs) Alexander. I I like Chris Saban, but no, Alexander. Yeah, I think they're just giving him, like, an X-Division original just to kind of prove himself uh, as a legit staple in the X-Division. I don't really know of any... You know who's going to end up beating him is going to be, like, Chris Bay. Yeah. Or somebody is going to end up being Bullet Club. Watch. I think I think Bay deserves another run. There you go. I, I think that. his first run was so short. Mm. It was just under a month before he dropped Ew, it yeah, to uh, Rohit Raju. Oh, that's right, when they were pretty back and forth. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, safe bet, Josh Alexander. Oh, yeah. He's a... Uh, He's a badass. He kind of is, though. Yeah. And, you know, Chris Bay is just like... Kind of, Chris Bay? Chris Saban, sorry. He's like the old beaten-down veteran. Yeah, I was going to say, he's been around for a hot minute, that guy. So, yeah, it's fine. You can, you know, go in there, put on something good with Alexander, take a nail. Yeah, take a nail, then take a nap. There you go. <laughs> Get your naps in. Okay, another tag team match. This is also not a tag team title match. Uh, Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan, bit of a mismatch, versus mm-hmm. Moose and W. Morrissey. Couple hardcore guys against a couple hosses. I see. Okay. Mm. Um. Uh, this every from what I see, this has ahead. been pretty personal. So um, Edwards was. Getting attacked by Morrissey, Callahan randomly made the save. Then they flipped it. Edward saved Callahan from Moose. Uh, then they went after Alicia. Dang. Okay, so they did some shit. Hmm. Every time I see Eddie Edwards on an Impact uh, pay per view, I'm just like, yeah, it's got to be that guy. You know what I mean? He's all he's all Impact. Yeah. But um, I know how well they push Moose 
I, I mean, I know how much they like Moose, and I know they're all in on fucking Morrissey. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, give me Moose and Morrissey. Yeah, this is tough because everyone we've predicted since Morrissey's debuted has been a safe bet on Morrissey because he's got a rocket strapped to him. But again, this is this is a situation where you got pretty much the two two of the top top was well, upper echelon. That's the word I want to use. Upper echelon guys of impact being Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan. Mm. So you're you're like, are we going with levels here, or are we going with a push? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Ugh. I wish I kind of watched this storyline now because it sounds good and I have no idea who it to does. go for. Um, I'm strictly going off momentum. Yeah. Based on the storyline, I think I'm going to go Edwards and Callahan. Hmm. Nice. I, I just like the idea of old rivals kind of having each other's backs. Yeah, I could totally get behind that. I'm also mad interested in watching this one. Yeah. Probably, and I'm not going to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. It's probably this, probably the one I want to watch the most. Like, I feel like I've seen uh, Finn Juice and Chris and, and well and Hikaleo, maybe not with the Chris Bay elements. You know, maybe that one should be a little intriguing. Um, Decay in a squash match is like whatever to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alexander, you know what? Fuck it, I'm down for the whole card. I really could give a shit about Cage and Austin. Yeah. But I know exactly Mm. what Nicola would say if she was on. She don't put the world title on Ace Austin. Um, Don't do it. But I mean, from another perspective, don't put it on him because Christian Cage is on fire, especially in AEW. He really is. And that's kind of what you need right now. You need a guy on on another main show showing off your belt. Yeah. Looking good with your belt too. Don't don't forget that part. You got Christian Cage who is a well-known name in wrestling, carrying a world title on another show. Uh, Ace Austin isn't going to be showing up on Dynamite. No. At least not no time soon. I don't think he actually would, though. To me, there aren't I think very... we'd have a better chance of seeing Chris Bay over there. Yeah, there really aren't many from Impact that have showed up on AEW. I, I kind of get the honest point from that. Well, I think the reason, because I know the Good Brothers, I know their story was, is they were meant to sign in Japan. When they left WWE, they were supposed to go back to Japan. But COVID. Mm. And since they couldn't get back, they ended up taking the Impact deal. Because the whole idea is they were supposed to work New Japan and then be the invaders and kind of hang out in AEW. And that was just going to end up being the thing. And because it didn't go that way, they they just decided, well, we're just going to sign with Impact. Yeah. And so now they're kind of stuck there. Uh, I don't know when the contract's up, though. And my guess is they'll end up just signing with AEW right after that. I was going to say, I mean, they signed with Impact, but they're pretty much spending all their time in AEW. Yeah, I, I was curious about this. So I actually asked Uncle Dave and surprisingly got a response. Nope. I emailed the show and his response was is there, they were originally supposed to go to Japan and sign there. And then be a mainstay of the New Japan guys in AEW. Hmm. But yeah, goddamn COVID. 2020 happened. Yep. And it's not over yet, so. 
It's, it, it'll be over when I get to see fucking like Ibushi and Okada and Naito come <laughs> over. When they come over, the shit's over. Yeah. Uh, any word on what's happening with G1? Um. Oh, fuck. I have it. Hold on. I have a little bit of an update. I believe. Where'd my notes go? Oh, no. I have to listen to the show. Was it supposed to begin this month? I believe it was supposed to begin this month. Um. I think it. Believe it. No, it starts this weekend. Oh, it is going yeah, ahead. It starts this weekend. Cool. That's why I was like, no, it's like way sooner than they. It starts this weekend. I forget who. I forget which what bracket though. I want to say the B bracket. Let's see here. G one. G one thirty one. Yeah, gotta love it. G one thirty one in twenty twenty one. It just goes so well. <laughs> just just flows together. Um. Okay, night one is block A. Uh, nice. Damn, that's a lot of names to mispronounce. Here, I'll... <laughs> All right, so block A. So you got... So block A is Kota Ibushi, Tomohiro Ishii, Toru Yano, Shingo Takagi, Tetsuya Naito, Zack Sabre Jr., The Great Okan, uh, Kenta, Tangaloa, and Yujiro, Yujiro Takahashi, so Bullet Club. Takahashi for those who get confused. B block is of course the ace or uh, Sinahashi as you like to call him. Hiroshi <laughs> Tanahashi, Kazuchika Okada, Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, uh, Sonata, Taichi, Jeff Cobb, Evil, Tamatanga, and Chase Owens mm-hmm. of all fucking people. So it's kind of it, um, Tom, so the Tongans are in different brackets. That's a bit odd. Yeah. Um, as I love to tell everybody, uh, every fucking G1 goes through Okada. So we'll see how that whole thing goes. Right now, if I'm just spitballing, if I'm honestly spitballing, it's Okada and Ibushi in the final. No, wow. The Rock and Austin wanna, New Japan. Now, now if I want to make people happy, if I want to make people happy, it's Tanahashi and Ishii in the final. Damn, I should do this for a living. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, also, there was um, a couple of singles matches on the first two nights of people that are not in the uh, climax. Uh, the show versus, okay, <clears throat> Ryohei Ohiwa. Oh, that's. <laughs> I got to find out what show you're talking about. This is on night one, uh, night kind one. of a pre tournament match. And then on night two, show is up again against uh, Kose Fujita. Is that on the on the eighteenth? Yes. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's a uh, uh, god damn it! He's one of the young kids. Fucking Dave talks about all the time. Um, yeah, them lions. I can't pronounce his name either, so I'm not <laughs> even gonna butcher it. So yeah, show's got a match against a young lion. <clears throat> you got uh, Kota and Takahashi, Yujiro Takahashi. So yeah, that should be a good one. Okan and Tongaloa should be fine. Yano and Kenta oh, is definitely going to be comedy. <laughs> um, you got Naito and Saber. Fuck your neck, and somebody's going to get stretched. Mm-hmm. And then a match that is should absolutely be watched by the masses is Ishii against uh, Takagi. We, we go from fuck your neck to fuck your chest. Oh, yeah. It's going to be absolutely great. Uh, that's, Jeez, that's a pretty... guys, those guys are gonna brutalize each other. 
Yeah, and then that's a pretty big match on night two, Okada versus Tanahashi. Absolutely. So, people, if you haven't watched G1 before, watch it this year. That's right. Yeah, no, G1 looks great. I mean, night two is Yoshihashi and Evil. Then you got Jeff Cobb and Chase Owen, Sonata and Tamatanga, uh, Goto and Taichi. Taichi's been turning it on lately, so... Fuck, he might pull something out with Goto. And then, yeah, Tanahashi and Okada is something that's gone. You know, they go around and around and around, and it's almost never bad. Yeah. So um, that that should just kill. I believe it'll be easier to watch this year, too, uh, especially for the UK, because uh, I know New Japan is on the Roku channel. I don't know if they're going to show the whole, like, tournament in its full, but there may be, like, highlight shows or something. As far uh, as I know, it should be it, it it should show the whole thing. If not, I believe you know getting it on New Japan World. Yeah, obviously, if you want to subscribe to New Japan World, do so. Oh yeah, for the whopping was it like uh, nine dollars a month? Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be better than Peacock, right? Hey, I'll tell you what, it's not too bad. <laughs> it's cheaper, and everything I watch is hell is a little bit more entertaining. Yeah, I, I did have it. I did have it once um, when I was free more to watch Japan live, uh, and the streams are very reliable. Oh yeah. Except for like, I think uh, what was the worst one I had issues with? Uh, I believe it was. It was one. Pay, uh, it was a uh, one of the Wrestle Kingdoms. I believe the one with the. Uh, God darn it. What was that? 12 Wrestle Kingdom 12 or 13? The one that had uh, Jericho and Omega? Oh. Yeah, yeah that one, so believe ago. it or not, like the stream got, it wasn't bad, but it had, right after the intermission, um, it got hard to get back in. Like if you got out, it was hard to get back in because the flood, the flood of people was so much that the fucking site crashed. Oh. It was kind of awesome. I was excited, but then I was just like, I want to watch the show. <laughs> so I t- luckily for me, I found the app on the Fire Stick and downloaded it and just did it like that. So got to stop watching on my laptop and start watching on the big screen. Yeah, I got a really big screen now, too. There you go. Perfect perfect screen for Hoss fights. Hoss me down. All right. Um, so that kicks off this weekend. It's a huge week because then during the week, well, next week we have Grand AEW Grand Slam, which is two huge nights um, mm-hmm. in New York on Dynamite and Rampage. Rampage is two hours next week. Yes, sir. Um, it it almost listed like a pay per view, but we're not going to predict it because it's not really a pay per view. <laughs> um, but I mean, there's some great matches to talk about. First of all, it's been. Deeply intense and personal, and it's only been going on for two weeks. Brian Pillman Jr. and MJF. Oh, yeah. The blood <laughs> is boiling on that one, bud. Um, These guys. Well, does it help? That, okay, and I, I fucking say it every week with this guy. He is the biggest, like, asshole. Yes. Okay, MJF is quite literally the biggest asshole there is in all of pro wrestling. Hell, maybe even the entire fucking world at this point. And he he knows how to push your buttons, and he knows how to be a cocky ass. He just knows how to do it, and it, and it's but he knows how to do it so well that you can't help but be entertained. Yeah. So I'm like, I hate you, but I can't stop smiling. Like 
when he looked down to begin yelling at Brian Pillman no. Sr. No, he didn't. No, 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 no. He, like, looked up. He's like, hey, Brian. He's like, no, who am I kidding? He fucking slams his foot on the ground. He's like, hey, fucking Pillman, wake up. And I'm like, oh, you're an asshole. Even that, you're like, that's so wrong, but that's so MJF. That's, <laughs> and that's why, I'm, I was, again, I was like, you're such an asshole. Again, saying this with a giant smile on my face. Because this works. Yeah. This is... Like how, like how Dan Lambert right now is being that ultimate, oh. like ultimate heel. This is MJF being the heel, but he's also what the guy in the ring. He's not just the manager. The he is God. I I mm, I can't help it. He's fucking Ric Flair. Um, I think Dan Lambert is the only person who can give MJF competition for being the biggest asshole in wrestling right now. Facts. Facts. And I, I so popped when Chris Jericho came out to face him, but we'll get to that one. Um, mm-hmm. We also got Cody Rhodes made his return last night and just brawled with Malachi Black. Honestly, I'm just expecting Rhodes to get the win back and then people will complain. That's my guess, too. Or he'll end up in a disqualification and they'll do another match and I don't fucking know. It'd be pretty unexpected if Black went over again. It would be, but I, I think it, it would be kind of necessary. Yeah. Because, I, be, I mean, I don't know. Cody Cody's teased retiring multiple times. Or not multiple. He's been teasing retiring, you know, having a kid, doing the whole reality show. He wants to pretty much just stay EVP and kind of just do that role from what, I'm, what I can get. I don't know how much he misses wrestling or if he really wants to do it as heavily as he is. You know, considering the fact that he is in a situation where he can walk away if he really wanted to. So, I... Trouble is, he's still in his prime. Yeah, that's kind of the downside. Like I said, he can walk if he wants to, but yeah, he is definitely in his prime. But then people just won't appreciate that because he's an EVP. That's... No, 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 no. The outside people won't... Like that because he's an EVP. Oh, well, this is just the NWO all over again. Oh, this is just Hall, Nash, and Hogan all over again. No, it's not. We're not being ran by a billionaire who could give a shit what, you know, what's happening. Tony Khan cares. Mm. Tony Khan is invested. And if Tony Khan's not on board, we ain't doing it. Yeah. This isn't, you know, oh, I'm Hulk Hogan, brother. I know what's (laughs) best for business, brother. That that was my idea, brother. <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> Even if Cody goes over, we can still say okay. Uh, but it took you like what twenty minutes to beat Black, and Black kicked your ass in five minutes. That's fine. That's fine. I like it. Drag it out. But don't do not do not have him fucking hit him with the kick. That's that's the one thing that it's gonna. Ha- if they're gonna go for like fifteen plus minutes, almost twenty minutes or whatever, you got to figure out a way to go that long and not land that kick. Yeah, because if you land it and he even even if you land it and he fucking rolls out, you're gonna get a terrible reaction. Cannot land it in this match. Yeah, protect you that can't. kick. Yeah, dude. Like trust. Like I'm telling you, don't do it. Have him fucking lose. 
Have him lose. You know what I mean? Okay, oh, Aleister Black lost. But what he didn't do, he didn't do the kick, right? Didn't do the kick. Legitimately, the fucking next night if he wanted to, you know, Cody can go out there and have an interview on fucking Rampage and dumb and fucking here comes Black and just kicks his fucking face off. Peace the fuck out. I'm done with you. And that's it. And then that's the end of the feud. Yeah. Like, yes, you beat me, but you could you survive that kick? No, because you're passed out right there. Smell you later. I hope you're listening, Tony. Like, God, that that works so well. It does. Like, I, you, ah, I, just because this is another guy that, it, with the flip of a switch, you could strap the rocket to his ass, and he's your fucking top heel. He could be your world champion. He could be your TNT champion. He is an attraction right now that you can't get rid of. When those lights go off and he shows up, people go fucking apeshit. Oh, I love his engines. Like we're like I'm telling you, we these and I hate them and I hate to say it because I am one of them. Us AEW fans at times can be very, in the words of BD, fickle. Yeah. If we don't like what we want, we're going to tell you, and some of us may just go up and away. Or they're going to hate it, and then they're going to shit on it. And it's this, but this is, they're living on emotion. So it's like, understand what you have, protect it, and build around it. Like I said, you can go 12, 15 minutes with Cody and not land the kick. It can be done. It can be done. They're, They're that good of professionals, I promise you. Make it happen. Yeah. And Black came off as a great heel last night getting in the face of uh, Rosario Dawson. Oh, yeah. He fucking... I was like, of all people, even my wife was like, is that Rosario Dawson? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, she you know she knows some people in the in the Nightmare family. Yeah, well, they they were judges on the uh, the Go Big show. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, I was just thinking, Black, don't don't be fucking with a Jedi. That, that's right? that, yeah, don't that's do a Sokotano. Like, don't. Mm-mm. You know how many motherfuckers be on your ass? You thought the wrestling community was bad. Um, I'll say, don't get into the nerd culture. Yeah. Okay, we have Sting in action again. Uh, down? Sting and Darby versus FTR. Ooh. I like it. It was, uh, what did they, did they, they, sorry, they pile drove him, right? They gave Sting a pile driver? Yeah. I, was, I literally just watched Sting last night, but with all the fucking like highlights and everything afterwards, I've already kind of. But I was like, "Oh no, damn, Sting is dead, and he's gonna survive and wrestle." So I, somebody told me that FTR is considering going to uh, NWA. Have you heard this? No. Somebody told me that they're considering going to NWA and uh, and like, but being like the NWA champions. On AEW. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, everybody's running around with some, te- with some, you know, some title certification or some uh, title... Uh, no, I guess they're certified. Whatever. The title... In- they got belts. God damn it. Okay? And it's... I don't know. It just makes them look more like that top team. I... If it, I guess if it wasn't for fucking Tash's injury, we might not even be talking about this. They may actually be more in line for a, a tag title shot than anybody else. But I think the reality is, is whoever uh, whoever ends up beating, um, you know, the fucking Lucha Bros is 
going to have to be like a devilish heel team. So it, maybe it could be FTR. I don't know. Fuck. I hate. I I know one thing. I hate rumors. I, I, I don't really want to see Sting and Tully one-on-one. Why not? It's, come on, it's fucking geriatrics. <laughs> no, I'm It'll be like... with you. I don't want to see it. Um, I, I, I already, like, get really kind of scared every time I see Sting in there. I, I fuck, bro. Like, are you really going to tell me Tully's going to go in there and take some bumps? Like, no, I can't do that. My heart cannot do that. Tully is old. Yeah. Like, old, old. Okay? Like, older than Sting. Yeah. Uh, By a lot. <laughs> as, as bad as this is going to sound, it's just going to remind me of uh, Herbert fighting and the other na- old Nazi guy and family guy. Oh, yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> and then they just, they just stop midway to take their pills. Yep. <laughs> oh, got to take my pills. Uh, Didn't they, like, pass out in the middle of that fight, too? Almost, yeah. (laughs) Like, had, like, a nap or something? I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, my God. Gotta love a Family Guy reference. (sighs) They work everywhere. Um, So, I'm actually pretty surprised that this has happened so quickly, but obviously that was the condition of the Battle Royal. Ruby Soho was challenging Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, for the women's title. One of those matches where it's got to happen, but it's not gonna. It's not gonna go in the favor of Ruby. Uh, hopefully, she look good though. They've never worked. No, that's not true. They have. They've worked together before. So, I don't know. I'm. I don't see Britt losing, but at the same time, I just. It kind of sucks that Ruby, you know, three four matches in is gonna get an L, but at least it's against the champ. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it has to be a shady finish, and they have to have another match further down the line because it just feels too soon. I mean, I don't hate that. You can't that that that's never that's never a bad thing. I mean, considering who else do they have in line uh, uh, to go against Britt? You gonna bring Nyla up again? Ugh. Anna J. Anna J would be a good slow burn push. I wouldn't mind Anna Jay, but at the same time, then that makes me kind of want Thunder Rosa more. But Thunder Rosa, like I've been saying to everybody in the TSK, Thunder Rosa is that person that the day she signs up for that title match, she has to win it. She has to win it. There's no, there is no fucking her over. And I think TK sees that, which is why I think she is as far away from the title picture as can be right now. Yeah. Which is smart. Yeah. Because trust me, when they go at it again, it's going to be a fucking banger and a half. But you and then you have to put the cherry on top with her winning the belt. It won't hurt Brit. Not one bit. Not one bit. It's called making stars, baby. I feel like she needs a much longer reign. Who's that? Brit. 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 Well, yeah, she's only, uh, what, 80-something days right now? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no, 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 no. She needs to be well into, like, the 200s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, for that, that, that that's that's for sure. Um, I okay. think, fuck, was it me? I think it was me and Teddy that kind of got into it. We were like, well, when is she supposed to lose? I was like, I don't know, when I get bored. Uh, a little bit longer, 108 days. Okay, well, still. 
But again, you know, my response was was when I get bored, and of course, Harold's like, "When's that going to be?" Fuck if I know. I'm enjoying everything I'm watching right now. So hell, keep the belt on her as long as you want. Yeah. Um. But just don't beat Ruby clean. There gotta be some shenanigans. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have two other people on the outside. There's eh, all you really gotta do is the stupid oh extra forearm in there, trip her leg or what have you. Just just use the number game like you would normally use the number game. Cause a distraction, hit the finish, build for another one. You know, give him some real time. Ruby loses a fan square. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they should have done with this what they did with the other match that we have to talk about from Dynamite, uh, which isn't about the title. And I love that Brian Dennison literally said, I'll, this isn't about the title right now. It will be someday, but right now I just want to wrestle Kenny Omega. Yeah, which is all anybody wants these days is for him and Kenny to go at it. I'm uh, I'm as ready as can be. It doesn't have to be for the belt. I knew it wasn't going to be for the belt. Because I feel like the first, if there's any of these quote-unquote giant signing guys that are going to go after Kenny first belt-wise, it's going to be Punk. Yeah. And I don't even see that happening in the new future. No, Punk seems to just be having fun right now. Exactly. Which, you know what? Fucking God bless him. More, yeah. more power to him. Go out there, have your fun. Make your, make your one like he's over there. Uh, make up your feuds or whatever, like Adam Cole did. Oh, I have an issue with these three guys. All of a sudden, like, you guys, like, fucked around, had one problem. All of a sudden, you got a problem with everybody. So it's like, that's fine. Slow burns, baby, slow burns. Get in there, get your feet wet, get some matches in that everybody wants to see, and then let's start focusing on, you know, who can we dub as champs. Yeah. Hell, Kenny can hold the belt for a year at this point. I don't think anybody would care. Last night was also the most sort of bring it on side of Kenny Omega that I've seen since he's become champion. True. Very true. Like, he was right in Brian's face ready for a fight. Yeah, I haven't seen that in any of his yeah, any of his AEW feuds so far, so I think I think this is one he's looking forward to, so they're going to build the shit out of it, and it's the fact that it's going to be on a fucking dynamite is what blows me away. So I hope they get it, and I say this all the time, they need at least 12 minutes, but I feel like we're going to get cut a little bit. Yeah, we always do for a dynamite main event. I mean, we've only got five matches. If we can keep the segments to a minimum, well, let's see here. I'm looking at it. You got a CM Punk live interview. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed, that's about 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, M- MJF Brian Pillman, uh, probably about eight minutes. You got FTR Sting and Darby Allen. They're gonna go 10, 12, no problem. Uh. Britt and Ruby are going to go 10-12, no problem. <laughs> Cody and Black, if they don't go 20, yeah, I that, would be surprised. That's probably going to be the longest match on the show. Yeah. So, again, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, with the numbers they are, best case scenario, these guys are going to get their 12 minutes, which sucks because you know, why does Cody get 20? But watch him get 20 or, like, 15 I gotta be honest, I think one of these matches, Kenny Omega and Danielson probably should have been on Rampage instead of maybe... 
Oh, it absolutely should have been on Rampage, especially because it's a two-hour fucking show, and it's your lo- it's one of your lower-end shows. Exactly. You have three matches on Rampage, which is normal for a one-hour show, but this week it's two hours, and you still only have three matches, so they're probably going to go long. Well, yeah, considering that there's three matches lined up right now for Rampage, all you have to do is you move Debray and Kenny over, and your main for Dynamite is Aleister Black and, or Ma- Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes. Or you could finish it with a title match. I'd probably finish it with, you know, Rhodes and Black, but still. I don't know why it's a five and a three. You could have had four matches on both shows. <sighs> I don't know. Math's not their strong suit. <laughs> but it's six and three. Six? What's the other match? Yeah, there's six. Well, no, sorry. My, it's five matches. My bad. I, oh. I keep counting the punk segment because <laughs> yeah, it's okay. listed on the thing. Yeah. Um, but the dynamite is so stacked. I would not be surprised if they get that all-time high this this week. That's hey, more power to them. Even if Let's it's just it. for Omega and Danielson. Oh, it's definitely going to mainly be for Omega and Danielson. There's, <laughs> you're going to get some WWE guys sneaking over. I won't be surprised if they get the um, uh, what the 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 what the eighteen to forty nine number. If that thing is not, if they don't win that demographic, I would be surprised. I mean, it's it, all signs point to a great week. Yeah. So I don't see it going negative in any way. On Rampage, I think they're, they're officially called the Super Click now. Adam Cole and the Bucks. Uh, I was just going to say, I believe <laughs> I saw a, 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 an article where they said that they copyright cop, got a copyright for the term Super Click like two days ago. Yeah, and uh, Cole like used it as a, as a punchline last night. Mm-hmm. Um, he he he's also got crazy eyes. That he does. That was an intense promo. Blue boy. Um, so yeah, Super Click versus Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Love it. Six man action. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Um, it's it's def- it, This you know what this feels like? This feels like New Japan. Mm. You know, at some point or another, can, uh, Adam Cole is going to have a singles match with probably at least two of the two, if not three, of these guys. Oh, I'm and, down for a feud with Cage. Oh, absolutely. And it's and so what they do is, you know, you have a tag match and then you have your singles matches to follow. So I think this is going to be one of those ones where probably Adam Cole and the Bucks will come out the winners or whatever, and then. Uh, or maybe vice versa. Maybe they end up losing already, which actually wouldn't be surprising as long as Cole doesn't take the pin. And then, you know, say Jungle Boy gets the win. Or uh, whoever gets the pin, that's the first guy Cole goes against. And then it probably be, it probably will end up being like Jungle Boy and then Christian Cage. Oh, Jungle Boy and Adam has... Cole would be a huge pop. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there's going to be a, a Luchasaurus one in there, though, but maybe. I'm not uh, holding my breath, though. I'm, I'm not really sure on this name for Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. They're the men of the year. Eh. Whatever. <laughs> All I know is when I heard Dan Lambert coming out and he kept talking about he was going to bring some people with him, I was just like, come on, can you be, like, not these two guys? Like, I know he's... Well, who, who did he have on TV the other week? He had um, uh, uh, Andre Arlowski... And he had Junior Dos Santos. So I was like, are either one of these guys going to wrestle? Because I'd love to see uh, fucking JDS get back in there. I don't get it because these two are like the epitome 
of what Dan Lambert rants about with today's version mm-hmm. of pro wrestling. Scorpio's guy, exactly. flippity flippy. Ethan Page, the guy who ripped his own heart out in Impact. <laughs> yeah, don't show him that tape. <laughs> but of course, you know, because the legitimacy behind them both have martial arts backgrounds, blah, 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 blah. I still think it's stupid, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, it works, so who gives a shit? Yeah, like I said, I just popped for Jericho having uh, a war of the words with Dan Lambert. Oh, yeah, that was great. Also alluding to his little face-off with Brock Lesnar back in the day. Oh, big old Brocky Brock. <laughs> I still like struggle to picture Chris Jericho squaring up to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I can totally see it, especially like Chris that's had one too many vodkas. <laughs> What the fuck are you going to tell me, big man? Oh, shit. Uh, Jericho. <laughs> you lay, son of a gun. Lay off the bubbly. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we got Punk and Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, again, I feel like they're starting off kind of the wrong end of the scale by putting Punk against the biggest, strongest, powerfulest guy in the group first. Like, send Hook. I don't think Hook's coming in anytime soon. <laughs> That's why I think they're doing it. <laughs> because I'm like, yeah, that was saying the same thing. I was like, where, where's fucking Hook? That motherfucking kid ain't ready. Every time That's Hook squares really up to somebody, is. sit down, boy. Yeah, right. Just sit down. <laughs> so, I mean, Punk and Hop should be fun. Uh, not fun. It should be It should be nice. Um, yeah. I'm super, super curious what kind of style Punk's going to work with him. And... How is he going to react? How is Hobbs going to react? You know what I mean? Like, he's going in there with a guy that's, he's, you know, he's been around. He's been around. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that uh, Hobbs got a, has been getting a lot of training from uh, Paul White, Mark Henry as of late. So, I don't know. I'm excited for it. Could be could be fun. Could could also be a squash. Yeah. So, we may, I don't wanna, we may even know. see a new facial expression on Hobbs. Ooh. Hey, what do you know? <laughs> um, what, it, a man can dream. It was kind of poetic to see Punk get slammed through an announce table because that was literally the last time we saw him on a WWE program. That's true. That's so true. <laughs> uh, oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Royal Rumble came put him through a table. We never see him on WWE again. Nope. Um... There was, I think there was a little bit of an issue with commentary last night. I think the music was too loud. Every, there was a few times it cut to the three of them at the desk, and we just couldn't hear what Punk was saying. There was a lot of times I couldn't hear Punk, what he was saying, and yeah. I'm just like, are you just not talking, or what the fuck's going on? If you can't hear CM Punk talking, you got a problem. Well, yeah. Like I said, uh, I barely heard him all night long, so I was like, I definitely was trying to figure out, I was like, what is up? Are they, like, missing the fucking cues? Is, like, somebody not on the... You know, the mixer, right? Like, what's going on? Mm. Uh, Punk is also security's worst nightmare. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. He's just fucking stage diving like an (laughs) asshole. And, like, deep in there, too, bro. Yeah. And that one guy celebrated so hard. He's like, I actually caught him. I'm like, thank God you caught him. He would look like he was going to die. Yeah. And then you just send, like, one security guy, like, trying to reach for him or, like, holding his hand out like, like I, th- I think you're gonna need a couple more guys bit. right they're like nah he'll be alright 
But the whole time, Punk's just laughing and loving in life. Can't say I blame him. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Um, yeah, Dynamite kicked off pretty big last night. You got CM Punk doing his entrance, doing his stage dive, and then immediately followed by an Adam Cole entrance. Oh, yeah. The fucking best theme in all of pro wrestling right now. I that love guy. it so much. It is It is just uh, intoxicating. Uh, hey, That's AEW that. Music, can you please release it on Apple Music? Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Because I'm getting kind of tired of uh, keeping YouTube open on my phone when I'm out walk- <laughs> I was going to say, it's draining the fuck out of my battery. <laughs> You're killing me over here. Also, YouTube app doesn't do picture-in-picture, picture, so you can't listen while you're doing other stuff. Mm, terrible. So please release Adam Cole Bebe's music on Apple Music. I know it's on um, some app that they use for, like, new bands or something. But I don't think you can put that on iPhones. <laughs> like, come on, hook me up. <laughs> supposed to be the future here. God damn it. Meanwhile, all the Android users are laughing at me. (laughs) (laughs) We got Adam Cole's theme on the go. Fuck you. I'm about to say, do they? Because I haven't fucking... (laughs) I haven't downloaded it yet. I'm over here, like, still using the YouTube. (laughs) And I got an Android. Um, alright. It is time for the second Promo Bowl match of the week this one um i believe is first time ever it is two well one's a bit more of a veteran than the other but the other one is a former promo champion so we have chris Maldonado, still representing evolution of pro wrestling uh taking on former promo champion the phoenix who is also currently the, the knowledge champion For the first time ever, it's tournament veteran Chris Maldonado looking to prove evolution is beautiful, bruh, as he goes one-on-one with the former promo champion, The Phoenix, in Promo Bowl Week 2. I'm sure you've seen me. I, I'm aware. I'm not like a fan favorite. I, I get it. I get it. I'm not upset about it. I know. I don't. I don't do all the effects. I don't do all the. You know what I mean? And there ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying that's, that's not me, bro. This is not what what Chris does. I almost went to my rap name. That's not what Cos does. That's not what Chris do. You feel me? I pull up. Keep it a buck fifty off the top of the dome piece. And it is what it is, man. And if, if I get voted, I get voted. If not, I, I'm, I don't. It is what it is, famo. You dig. Um, so I don't know you don't know me. You know. I'm sure you see me like I said. And I've seen some of you. I, I know you're, you're a little bit more over with, with the people. You dig. And that's cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's cool, bro. 
the beautiful thing is, man, the pressure ain't on me, man. Every time I do these, the pressure ain't on me. The pressure's on the other person to win. You got to be crit. You know? You feel me? So, yo, <laughs> that's all I got to say, bro. You have a phenomenal day, night, whatever time it is over there where you're at. Everyone else, much love, respect. You dig. Cause out. They speak English, but they just say things. You don't know if it's good or bad or what. So just be like, you keep talking to me like that. You keep yapping off at the Nando's. We'll see what happens. You keep chopping them clam bits. I'll get the Stoozy boys to vote up on you. I'll leave you off by your mainstream. You've got pants around your ankles and a lollipop in your mouth. You're like, yo, is that a party? Are you like, supposed to be my redemption and even without the demon I managed to come this close you see King of the Mike was meant to, was my redemption for two reasons one being I just wanted to get back the promo championship the other reason being was to show that to everybody that I'm not just a one-trick pony and even without using the demon, I came this close. But I'm not going to dwell on the past because now it's time for the promo bowl. <laughs> or as I like to call it, plan B. There's always a plan B. Which brings me to you, Chris Maldonado. To be honest, I don't really know where to begin. You see, I've checked out some of your work, Chris, and consider it constructive criticism. But in all honesty, I think you need some better recording equipment because the quality isn't the best for starters. I mean, I know mine aren't the best all the time either, but still. And... <laughs> Most of the time, it's hard to actually hear what you're saying. I say hard, not impossible. Because from what I did manage to hear, you you like to you basically just like to set up a camera, record, hit record, and roll off the cuff. And I commend you for doing that. But to be honest, it sounds more like you're going on about what's what's going on in your life and and that's not what this platform is about so consider this your 15 minutes of fame because now you're done and if I may suggest don't take the second chance option because if you do whoever you're against will eat you alive 
the ultimate finesse, your girl's favorite wrestler, and you are watching Max Wrestling Podcast. And now, we're going to take it to the Max! Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. This is the voice of Killer Cross. Hey, everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is AJ Kirsch, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. This is the CEO of Shane Taylor Promotions and Ring of Honor superstar Shane Taylor, and you are listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome to the Madhouse. Giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. And right about now, we're about to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. And we're about to take it to the max. So, voting is open for both matches. You can vote on two matches this week. Go to maxwrestling.net slash vote to to decide who goes through to the Promo Bowl Finals. The winner of the first match between Crimmins and De Niro will be facing Ryan Sutcliffe in the finals after his victory last week against Chad. Congratulations again, Ryan. Uh, And the winner of the second match between Chris and Phoenix will be facing the winner of next week's match, which is Moneymaker and current Mr. Iron Bank Chris Durham versus our very own former two-time promo champion Moses Marquez. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Ready to show you how promos are done. And, of course, in two weeks, we have... I don't know if you guys have been seeing these videos on Facebook this past week. We have the Demoness versus the Iris Amber Anderson. First time ever. First mm. ever all-women's mm. match. First off, I am hell of excited for that one. Second off, and I love y'all, and I'm going to say it like this. Ain't nobody scared of Amber, but but Trav. Ain't nobody scared of you, wife, Trav, but you. Because you ought to be scared of your wife. That's how the world works. Yeah, no, nobody's more afraid of a woman than her husband. Ed, facts, facts. Mine's <laughs> sleeping. That's why the door's closed. I am not trying to wake that beast. Not a beast, you know. She's just don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> the, be- the beast. Say, you thought you thought I was cutting promos. Wait till I piss her off. She cut the promo of a lifetime on me. I tell you what. <laughs> Oh boy, it's uh, spicing up in the promo bowl. It's getting good. And Damn good. Of course, everyone in the promo bowl is fighting to become one of three champions that will go on to challenge the current promo champion, the 2021 King of the Mike, Travis Walker Anderson, in the third ever Fatal Four Way promo championship match at Promo Series 6 Justice Day, which comes your way on November 18th. And we're also breaking tradition for the first time this year as the winner stays on Gauntlet has been replaced by the winner of games. It's uh, only happening this year because we couldn't do it at Promo Slam. But uh, on the pre-launch show, four people will go head to head to head to head in a series of trivia challenges. And the winner, of course, goes on to the main show to challenge the knowledge champion, the Phoenix. Yeah. The World Championship is also on the line as Moses looks to become the first Grand Slam champion in the new format by challenging the current champion, Chad Malcolm. First off, I have to, I guess, give a little slow golf clap to Chad for the reality is that he is man enough to go out there and 
go into a promo against me. We're not doing the trivia game. I even called him out and said if he was scared, he would go trivia. But you know what? After sitting back and thinking about it, he's got an obstacle to climb. He is the world champion with with the, he's the one with the challenge. I may be the challenger, but he's got the challenge. He has the uphill battle he has to take. He has to defend his belt in a brand new, different way. He's no longer doing trivia. He's got to do a promo. And not only does he got to do a promo, he's got to do a promo against the guy they call the CM Punk of Max Wrestling. Hmm, I would not want to beat Chad. Uh, And finally, for the first and last time, you will bear witness to Max and RWT icon Robert Davis taking one last ride against none other than The Shape in a promo exhibition. Cannot wait. No, nobody can wait. This has been something that's been talked about, hoped for, for fuck. I, I can't even imagine how long. And we had, we all knew that Rob was going to step away, and when he finally stepped away, we kind of were like, we never got this one. And now the fact that we are able to get this one uh, is just is it allows me to be beside myself. It doesn't matter how many how many titles I'm going to be going for, defending or whatever the fudge you know obtaining, if you will. I'm looking more forward to this one than anything else. Yeah, no, I mean, not only uh, we never got this one, but we never really got like a definitive last match for Rubber. He just kind of faded away. Uh, no, no, no. We can't let him fade. So now he's getting he his swan off into the sunset. Again, it all goes down November 18th, and the pre-launch show is on the 16th. Go to matchwrestling.net slash promo series 6 for more information. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Grab some free ice cream on me on the way out. I don't know where all the, the hell all this ice cream is coming from, but... uh, Some somewhere. <laughs> made in Chicago. Somebody's got it. Maybe Chicago's got it in the splat. Uh, this is the Max Wrestling Podcast. Remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, even though we don't really TikTok anymore. Also, go check us out at MaxWrestling.net. Follow us on social media at the Captain 512 at MCL92, and at SMRPodNet. Before we tap out and bid you adieu, remember, Twitch makes Vince's dick itch, and everyone on Anchor thinks he's a wanker, everyone on TikTok thinks he's a cock, including Moses Marquez. You're fucking ain't right. So, uh, so much stuff happening, so little of it actually coming out. Uh, the, the wow, I can only say that one time and it makes it actually made sense. So, retros are for to pull the curtain back. Like I love to do because I love to be that kind of an open person. Retros are written; they are not recorded. The reason for this is I had to go buy a new mixer. Ooh. That was not a, that was not cheap. It's the only way I'm able to do the show today. So I'm hoping by this weekend, two, if not three episodes of Retro. I'm not even going to say which. Just know three, two to three episodes could drop this weekend. Uh, if not, it'll all come Monday spewing out like a, like a fountain. Uh, as for Bolt Rant stuff, same thing. Everything drops Thursdays and Fridays every, anyway. So expect something later tonight. Expect something Friday, Saturday at the latest for a game preview. And then, of course, Tuesday for the game review. Monday for Retro. Even if I drop two episodes this week. Alright. And he's not here to tell you himself, but I can tell you that Mike has been talking to uh, Rain Cruz, who was, of course, the guest ring announcer at SummerSlam after winning the TikTok challenge. You can go check out uh, his exclusive interview with her on our YouTube channel, of course, at 
uh, Mac, Beyond the Max. I believe it's also on Mike's SoundCloud. There you go. And join us next week for Promo Bowl Week 3. Did you hear that soundbite again? Not no? a bit. What the fuck is going on? I was going to week, but I didn't hear squat. It, I, don't, I don't know why the soundbites don't always work, but it's literally played right down the microphone. It's It's... <laughs> I don't know. Awesome. Anyway, um, Chris Durham versus Moses, and I'm afraid we'll be predicting WWE's not-so-extreme rules. No. <laughs> um, I don't think there's a single extreme rules match booked, actually. They're, oh, all, they're all straight singles matches or whatever. <laughs> uh, you people love this show. Yeah, religiously. Mm-hmm. Why, why do you do it to us? Because now we have to predict it. <clears throat> um, I know we're getting the demon, um, but yeah, yeah, apparently from what I can see so far, there's four straight singles matches at Extreme mm. Rules. Perfect sense. No bueno. <laughs> anyway, no we'll bueno. uh, we'll predict that next week. This was episode 340. We will catch your ass down the open road, and that's the bottom line. Goodbye, Mwah! and good night. I hope you're all ready to vote CD back in because he ain't going to last next week. MaxRussing.net slash vote. Go.